It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
for your support. Yes. We want you to like the Bomb Gilead. We want you to share the Bomb Gilead. And sisters and brothers, most of all, we want you to support the Bomb Gilead. I want to say welcome to all of our social media outlets. Who are they, Will? Man, we got Facebook. In the house. We got Instagram. In the house. We got Periscope. In the house. We got Talk Shoe Radio, which we always forget to address our Talk Shoe. Talk Shoe. We got Twitter. Do we got Twitter over that? I don't think we're not live on Twitter. We have Twitter. But we can post on Twitter. Yes. And YouTube. YouTube. Check out the Bomb of Gilead YouTube, sisters and brothers. And don't forget to go back and view our previous lessons on YouTube, sisters and brothers. And if you'd like to make donations to the Bomb of Gilead, you can make them to the Israel of God. You can send them to Israel of God, sisters and brothers. And if you want to support the Bomb of Gilead, we take donations also. You can mail them in to Israel of God because, hey, it costs equipment and stuff. Put the show on too. Yeah, sure. That's um, right. Sister brothers, uh, uh, we got. Uh, I want to say uh, my condolences to Brother Will. Yes. And uh, he lost his grandmother this week. She lived to be ninety nine. Yes, sir. Brother. Ninety years old. Praise yes. the Lord. She got up seventy and then some. And for anybody who has lost his life or who are going through afflictions, we pray for you, sister brother. Ask the Lord to strengthen you yes, your family and be with you because we care, sister brother. Talk to him, uh, Will. Now, you know, brothers and sisters, when you are blessed to be raised with a grandmother in the word of God and believe in the true and living God, sisters yes. and brothers, her last words was, God's been good to me. God has been good to me, and God is merciful, sisters and brothers. Those, those were the last things he told me when I talked to her. And, brothers and sisters, she knows that God has been with her and has walked with her. Praise and Lord. he knew without the true and living God, she would not have been able to make 90 years old, Julius. That's a blessing, Will. The Lord has promised you 90 years. He promised you 70. 70. And this, um, by reason of strength. By but tonight, Will, we, we, want, we want to introduce the, uh, uh, the audience tonight to Brother Lewis. He is normally behind the audio and the video that you see. Yes. On, and yes. it's only fitting, sisters and brothers, that if he has a lesson to give or something to share with all because it's all about the Word of God, and us pushing this Word out, hey, he accept, uh, support his brother, accept his brother as you do, Brother Will and myself, as long as we uh, follow us and we follow Christ. That's what yes, Paul yes, said. So with that said, I'm going to turn it over to Brother O and give the people the title of that. You know what? Before we go there, Jesus, I just want to say this on behalf of my grandma. Yes. This type of lesson is the like type of lesson that she would preach her life about. Yes. Charity, about giving to others. Yes. And, and without the elders, in the community system, brothers, that did this to pave the way for the youth. The youth have lost track of what the elders did. And uh, even a lot of the elders did not know the true and living God of Israel, but they had faith in God, Jesus. Yes. Yes. And they did charity in, in his work, and they, and they put forth in his works. And so a lot of times we judge those that don't know the true and living God of Israel uh, and don't keep the Sabbath day. But it's people out there that really have faith. And if we humble ourselves and teach those people about the true and living yeah. God of Israel, their charitable work will be even greater, sisters and brothers. So I'm going to turn it over to Brother Oz. I just want to say that, you know, we talk about our elders, but we don't talk about the great things that they have done yeah. that paved the way for us. Yeah. They paved the way for us. And this is the type of example, charity, which, which needs to be taught more often, sisters and brothers. So, Odot, without a dude, brother, it's all on you, brother. It's all on Praise you, Odot. That, that makes perfect sense. And thanks for stopping by. Hey, I appreciate you <laughs> having me, man. I'm humbled to be here. Yes, in um, Jesus' name, brother. And the words that you said go right in accordance to 
what we're talking about because it's really not about, you know, how much you know. It's about how much fruit you bear. Yes, sir. Or are you bearing fruit? Right? And that comes through service. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I said last time, I would say anytime you see me, that's what we're going to talk about, service. So I just want to say what's up to all my fellow servants all across the globe that's going to see this one day. Uh, I see Brother Wu from New York and uh, Instagram. I know we don't get to Instagram a lot. I'm watching Instagram, so I just want to shout out to everybody that's on Instagram. I see uh, Brother Instagram. George on uh, Facebook. I love you. We got to scroll back down, oh, Doc, because we missed a lot of names. Wow. We got uh, Crystal Wells. Oh, we got yeah. Brother Kareem Hill, Savannah Kareem. Holland, Charles Lee, Valencia, Jordan Man, we got Nancy Cantu. Thanks for joining us. Linda Israel. Just a miser, Doke. I'm sorry you couldn't be here today. Hey, hey, we are glad that you part of the bomb and Gilead. Nina sure. Simone, thanks for being a faithful listener. Hey, Nina. She's always online. So we're not going to uh, – we can't – go ahead, brother. You want to read that open the screen? Yes, sir. We can't, we can't sh- uh, shout everybody out, but we're going to try to throughout the lesson. And now we're going to try to uh, address you guys. Mm-hmm. So, sisters and brothers, as we always like to open up our lesson with this scripture, because this scripture is powerful, sisters yes. and brothers. And it talks about the things that Jesus came to fulfill. And this is charity within itself. Would you not agree on that? Absolutely. So it says, Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Yes. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Yes. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord in Jesus' name. And if you read on, sister, brother, you see even greater things that he came to do. He came to build the waste places and all of those things. System, brothers, just keep reading that chapter and you get comfort in that chapter. Go ahead, old God. Come on, bring forth. Again, that's the, that's the perfect accordance with what we yeah. all talk about trees of righteousness. Yeah. The Lord is like a gardener, right? And we as pleasant plant are supposed to be bearing fruit. Yeah. And that is technically the season that we're in. So that's what we're going to talk about. The name of the, uh, the topic is serving Christ during his season. The feast days are upon us, system, brothers. Absolutely, and uh, we know that this is a, a new year has come upon us, and, you know, we don't necessarily celebrate it, but we know that a new year just happened. Now, oh, God, because we got a lot of new uh, viewers and listeners saying a new year. Uh-oh. You got to explain that a little bit to them before we get to let's explain to them about the year and why it just started for us. Well, the year started for us because the Lord said the year just started for us. Yes. Um, yes. But, you know, you should definitely Google April Fool's the reason why it's called April Fool is uh, sure. because the uh, the Pope changed the uh, date of the year, and the people who continue to keep it during the correct time, right. he calls them fools. Wow. So, you know, wow. jokes on us, jokes on you. Wow. wow. You know, which way? And, but we definitely going to talk that. about that when we read. Sir, definitely. Sir. Um, but a couple of questions that uh, are objectives that I want everybody to kind of keep in mind as we go through things that we want to know by the time we get to the end. Right, number one, what's the difference between the Sabbath day mm-hmm. and a feast day? Wow. Right, and number two, is the feast of the Lord one big party? Mm-hmm. What? Or seven big parties, I guess. Wow. 
Is it one big party or seven big wow. parties? Wow. Okay. So, um, like I said, this is a new year, uh, new things happening. Um, and let's go ahead and start this at Exodus chapter 13. Like so, oh, yeah, I want to wait to the scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were saying, so it's a difference, and the Lord has set a difference between the feast days and his regular or weekly Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So he has and we're going to explain that to the people, and we're going to definitely read about okay. that. Sure. I'm, I'm, I want to hear this myself, brother. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, like yeah. I said, the new year, this is a, a time of a re- renewal, right, a time of reflection. That's yes. what I meant to say, reflection. Mm-hmm. Right, when you start something new, that's the time to reflect back on the last 12 months into what's going on now. Did you grow any like that? Right, that's actually a good question. Anybody uh, in Facebook or Instagram land grew any in the last 12 months? Can we get a one? On the emoji side, if you had any type of fruit in the last 12 months, Man. your faith been increased Crazy in the last man. 12 months. Yeah. Something like that. Because yeah. that's, again, the season, that's the purpose of this unleavened bread. Yeah. And good right. thing you missed that, oh, God, because the bomb of Gilead is coming up to a one-year anniversary. So we grew. Yeah. And, and, and from where we started, I we grew. grew. Yeah, it is. I know I've grown. So uh, uh, my brother O said, is this one big party? Mm-hmm. And when I think about parties, just throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. I'm doing that for the Lord. Yes, sir. The Lord. Oh, yes. come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Y'all know I'm crazy. But Y'all know what? Come King, on. Uh, King David, he parted. Yeah, he did. He parted. For the Lord. Let's do this. Let's do this Bible party. <laughs> I'm laughing. Y'all know I'm crazy. We're going to start at uh, Exodus 13. And just keeping in mind that this is a time of uh, cleansing. Yes, sir. And it shall be, when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites, 
and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he swear unto thy father to give thee a land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. In this month, right? You keep the service in this month uh-huh. when it's supposed to be kept, not whenever you feel like having a church barbecue in the middle of July. What? Right? We just going to have a feast for the Lord. Right? I remember they did that on the west side of Chicago. Right? But the service in this month, and not to get this service confused with any other service, so this is that season with a lot of services. That's right. Uh, church services that's going to be going on, right? Right. Um, this is the service that comes out of the scripture, right? We're going to see this is the service that deals with Christ, right? Right. not necessarily the other services you might hear about as you uh, ride down the street, right? Go ahead, please. Verse 6, seven days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to the Lord. So make sure we catch this uh, meticulously, word by word. Uh-huh. says seven days you're going to eat unleavened bread. Yes, so sir. it's telling you to do something now. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, please. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and there shall no leavened bread be seen with thee, neither shall there be leaven seen with thee in all thy quarters. So first it was don't do this. Now he's telling us, well, first he was telling us to do something. Now he's telling us don't do something uh-huh. and do this, right? Eat a certain type of bread for seven days, right? right? So try to catch every detail here, right? Don't get caught slipping. You call yourself a Christian. Right. During these days after uh, the 14th day, I shouldn't catch you with a tweak in your pocket. I should be purifying myself. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You should be cleaning out the leaven because leaven represents sin, and we're going to see that. Come on, but I shouldn't catch you with a super donut. Well, I can't keep it in my car. He said all I quarters. All your quarters. Your car, all your quarters. You can't even give it away, sister, bro. Yes. So now you're going to call your neighbor and say, oh, it's your lesson. Come on, and bro. You can't go to the store and come back to it. Oh, yeah. oh. Because when Israel left out of Egypt, they didn't go back into Egypt. They didn't go back to get that leaven. Absolutely. They departed with no leaven, brother. Wow. So you can't go store You can't even go back to that leaven. Mm-hmm. You got to pour it all out. So remember what the Lord did for you. But oh, that I paid for that bread. So you say all the word quarters. You got synonyms for quarters as lodging, yes. residency. Yes, sir. Public right. storage. Public storage. Oh, okay. anything that pertains to you. <laughs> that's the, the your desk. Your wait, wait, cool oh, at oh, work. Wait, wait, wait. What your, if I high school locker? What if I take it all to grow my house because you don't keep the commandments and I go back to grow my house after the feast and deliver bread again? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm throwing so, it all out there. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Because I've heard people do this, oh, God. I've heard people give it to somebody to hold it sure. and go back and get it after. I guess, I guess God made one loaf of bread. That was good. Mm. Go ahead, oh, God. Go But I, I just want to linger on this point about the quarters and all that quarters. Mm-hmm. Right? So and that means that you move in the soul. Because breadcrumbs might fall out. Yes, sir. You have to move the refrigerator. Because remember, this is there's a spirit behind this. There's an attention behind this. Yes, sir. So, but before we get there, you're supposed to be moving the refrigerator. You got to wipe in the cupboard. Yeah. That time you ate pizza and you hit it too hard and the crumb flew over there. You got to do all that. And all that for Because you can't get out all the lessons for sure. Wow. For sure. Man. For sure. Man, for right? sure. Right? drive Uber, the front seat of your Uber. That's your that's your quarter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's your quarter. <laughs> I'm at verse 8. Go ahead, please. And thou shalt show thy son in that day, saying, This is done because of that which the Lord did unto me when I came forth out of Egypt. Absolutely. Why are you showing your sons and your daughters? Because you're a servant. And you're showing 
they grow up, they can make the master happy. Maybe they can deliver themselves wow. out of bondage. Wow. Right? Teach one, teach one. Imagine that. Man. Imagine that. Man. Teach the sons and your daughters. It almost sounds like that this should always be kept throughout our generation. How do we find ourselves not knowing about this at some point? I, I know you grew up in it, but I was definitely a grown-up. Well, I, grew I, heard up, about I grew up by the grace of God allowing my father something. And that's what is being a good father is all about, teaching your children. Now, teaching your children. And if the father drops the book, then the son has no need to pick up the book. Because he doesn't have good role model, he doesn't have good example. Mm-hmm. So you have to be parents. We did a lesson called Parent One on One. You have to be good role models and good examples to your children to make them want to grow in the Word. Yes, yes. Go ahead. <clears throat> Let's uh, pick it up, verse nine. Verse nine. And it shall be for a sign. Yes. Let me read that again. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thy head and for a memorial between thine eyes and my mind between my eyes my my mind. Mm-hmm. That the Lord's law may be in thy mouth. Mm-hmm. For with a strong hand, the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. Oh, this is a sign, right? Like I said, it's a spiritual significance to it, but this physical is a sign, right? Like I said, you you know who loves Jesus because they walking around eating unleavened bread. Yes. Right? So if you just tune in, Sister Brothers, we are Exodus 13 and uh, verse 10. 9. Uh, 10, 13, Exodus 13 and verse 10. Uh, someone just asked, what's the scripture? So I'm just... Uh, uh, posting it out there. Yeah, I appreciate you asking. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you asking. So, like I was saying, all Christians should be celebrating this uh, freedom from bondage, mm-hmm. uh, from the bondage of sin during this season of blossoming. Yes. Right? Walk with us. Verse 10, please. Thou shalt therefore keep this ordinance in his season from year to year. Yes, sir. In this season, from year to year. Like I said, this is the season. <laughs> For cleaning out stuff, right? That's what spring break, I mean, spring cleaning comes yes, from, right? Yes, sir. This idea of cleaning every corner and crevice of your home, right? Feel free to Google it. I'm just a GED teacher. I just know a, a few things, right? <laughs> How can we be sure? Let's go to First Corinthians. How can we be sure that this thing we read in the Old Testament has something to do with Jesus Christ? So as we turn, oh, God, I was reading verse 10, and it said, it hits season from year to year. So you can't do it in any season you want to. You right. can't make up a season and say, yeah. this is going to be the keeping of the Lord's feet. It has to be in his season. Yeah. Okay. And All right. This is a season that was appointed by him. Praise that's, the Lord. That's probably yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. First yeah. Corinthians, uh, uh, sister, brother, First Corinthians chapter 10. And, again, if you just joined us, the title of tonight's lesson is Serving Christ Doing His Feet. Yes. And tonight's feet, our teacher is our comrade, our fellow in the Christ brother, Old Dot, a.k.a. Brother Lewis, head servant in charge. That's all I am. Praise the Lord. All right. So, again, we're going here. We're going to see if this really has something to do with Christ, this thing we just read about them coming out of Egypt. Most people know the story of children of Israel coming out of Egypt. What is the link to Jesus for us uh, people under the new covenant? Okay. Right. First Corinthians chapter 10. Let's do verse 1, please. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Talking about our fathers, talking about the people we just read about in Exodus. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Those people that was with Moses. Go ahead. Sir. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. Yes. And did all eat the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock mm-hmm. that followed them, and that rock 
was Christ. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, Deuteronomy 32 calls uh, God our rock. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right? I think that's verse 4. So we can eat that physical unleavened bread, right? But this spiritual meat, that is the reason why we all got it here today. Yes. Right? That's what he just got through reading, the spiritual meat. Yes. Right? The word of God. That same spiritual meat they was eating is the same thing we eat. Right? Right? We just read what he said to them. Yep. So they got it, now we got it. Now right. you got it. Right? Which verse, is the word of God. Which is the word of God. Amen. Verse 5. Verse 5. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Wow. But they were overthrown in the wilderness. Right, so since we all eat the same spiritual meat, let's follow this metaphor. God was not well pleased with everyone in attendance. Uh-huh. Right, he was talking to an international church, but God was not pleased with them all. Right, so how do you know if God is pleased with you? That's the question. How do you know if God's pleased with you? Mm-hmm. Right, let's let's skip down to verse nine to see what His displeasure was. A lot of times, you can tell if you're doing right after you know what wrong is. Right, right. My friends say you gotta know how to lose. Before you can know how to win. Right. You do. Go ahead. Verse 9. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and would destroy the serpent. All right. So, again, do you tempt Christ? Are you sure? How did those people tempt Christ mm-hmm. before you say yay or nay? Right. I'm going to hold my answer until we finish reading. Go ahead. Verse 10. Neither murmur ye, as some of them murmur, and will destroy of the destroyer. Wow. So, murmur. Some uh, synonyms, some murmur, I know that's an old English word, right? Yeah. It's mumble, whisper, complain. Yeah. Right? We're talking about the feast of the Lord, right? Feast of unleavened bread. That's what they did when they came out of Egypt. They yeah. had a feast with unleavened cake, right? Do you complain when you show up at the Lord's feast? And and, he, and then, oh, that's a reach word, murmur. Mm-hmm. You know, all the while the, 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 that Moses led the children of Israel around, they murmured. They complained. Absolutely. They complained about everything. They complained about not having enough food, not having enough drink, all of these things. Yeah. And uh, so that's a good example right there. And, and as the head servant in charge, yes, I just ask the question, do you murmur about when you at the feast day about how much food it is yeah. or how much drink it is or, they or how long you got to wait till you get some over here? dessert. Or when they ran out of something. Yeah. Or they never had this. Or I missed it at the good table. Mm. Oh, oh, man, Julius make that good cabbage. Where's his thing? Yeah. Right? That's murmuring. That's complaining. Yeah. Right? And I'm not the judge. I'm just asking the question. Yes, sir. Right? For sure. And and, and, and and always complaining, and you ain't made nothing. Well, a lot of times they don't. But, I mean, whether you have or not, though. But the Lord is the righteous judge. The people that were, came out of Egypt all did what the Lord had said to do. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they started murmuring. Oh, gotcha. so even if you did what the Lord, what thus said the Lord, if you decide to murmur after that, you yeah. get destroyed of the serpent. Mm. Or you go home and say, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Sure. To my whole day serving people. Yeah, you don't want to respect the, or- the orders of the ushers that were designated to tell you what to do during this day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think First Corinthians 11, uh, 29 and 30, um, maybe we should read that. Can I just throw that in there real quick? First Corinthians 11, please. Since it's only a page over, um, 11 and 29. Back up. First Corinthians. First Corinthians 10. 11. And, and, and the brothers, pay attention to these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound like little things, but they mean great things. And I just got to read something there. Okay. But he didn't eat it and drink it unworthily. Mm-hmm. Eat it and drink it damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this cause many are weak 
and sickly among you. What? Right? So uh, eating and drinking unworthily. Like we were just talking about complaining. After you've done that, says the Lord, then you start complaining. Yes. Like, yeah, you got problems. And that's, that's probably the way I have to draw sick among them. Wow. Right? That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because right. of lack of fruit. Right? Remember, that's the whole thing. It's not about how many people you can see. It's about how much fruit. Right, fruits of righteousness. Wow, wow. Right. So, um, keep in mind that we're talking about leaven. Leaven bread. Uh, leaven doesn't have a mind of its own. Right. If you make bread, you have to put uh, knead the dough, work the leaven in. Right. And I'm bringing that up to kind of make the correlation with sin. Sin isn't of itself. Just like with the leaven, you put the leaven in the bread, then you have to put it in the oven. You put it in the refrigerator, nothing happens. Right. Same wow. thing with sin. They have to sit in the heat for a little while, and then it starts to bubble up and rise, mm. right? If you put it on ice, you can take that cold shower, right? Take that cold shower, yeah. Then you could, right? And you continue to be unleavened, right? That's a good example. Of it, yeah, that cold shower is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. It's Save me a lot of days, brother. Yeah, I ain't going there, man. Come on, where we at? So we're gonna go to Matthew chapter twelve. We have a twelve, sister, brother. But it's serious business. In uh, Matthew 12, uh, we're going to talk about um, what happens while you're cleaning out the bread, right? Because a big mistake a lot of people make is they pick all of the sin out they like, but they forget to replace it with something. Mm, right? You stop doing everything that you're not supposed to, and I guess, you know, Saturday night you just go home and just sit at the wall, right? Oh. And you, you, bad things happen, right? Idle mind is Something like that. Playground. Yeah, something like that. So, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm been a victim of that before, brother. Oh, yeah. Sit down, can't think, thinking, thinking, sit down, thinking, and nothing have nothing to do with drive you crazy. Absolutely. With drive, unless you are meditating on the word of God. Mm. Yeah, because by crazy, I mean drive you crazy. That's what I tell people. So in prison, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. You know, locking people up could be a good thing or a bad thing. Some people change, but some people get even worse. Mm-hmm. Right, you have those spirits in the third or fourth generations. You got to be mindful of that. 
Yes, right, and we're going to read about that here. The Lord going to give us a parable about that. Right, Matthew chapter 12. Let's uh, do verse 43, please. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and finding none. Right, this is what's supposed to be happening here, right? You're cleaning out the sin, you're cleaning out the breadcrumbs, right? And then your, your, your space is empty, right? Oh, Clean yeah. it out so hard. Then you go seeking rest and find none. Keep going. Then he said, I will return to my house from where I came out. Wow. And when he had come, he found it empty, swept, and garnished. All right, of course it is. That's how you left it. Because you knew that you were supposed to clean it out. Right. Right. But it, 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 you're not supposed to have a house with nothing in it, though. Right? How did Jesus say you should have done one and not left the other undone? Right. Sir. Right. Yes, sir. Keep going. Great point. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Wow. And they enter in as well there. Oh, he's there. Mm-hmm. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even so shall it be also until this wicked generation. Mm-hmm. What should this guy have replaced so that he didn't go and get seven other spirits more mm-hmm. wicked? Paul oh, just to see. <laughs> for, for a set. I don't know how to drum roll. <laughs> right? He should have replaced that bread from the leavened bread with the unleavened bread. Man. Right, the fruits of the spirit, the fruits of the spirit yes. with Jesus Christ. Sir. Right, with the spirit of God. Yes, These sir. things that we read here: yeah. the love, the charity, after the faith, yes, the the alms, yes, all that kind of uh, thing. Patience, absolutely, patience, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. long suffering, man, sir, sir, yes. Are you serving Lord, and yes. will you serve Him during this feast? Wow, that is the question, though. Absolutely, Jesus mm-hmm. said in uh. I don't know. I can I can't remember right now. I think it's in the book of John. He said that I am the living bread. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's what he was supposed to replace. That way, when he went out to find rest, he didn't find he come home and he was a head rest, not seven other spirits. Right. Right. Don't be so busy eating unleavened bread that you forget to eat this thing, spiritual bread. Right. That's a word to everybody who knew about unleavened bread already. Give Don't be so day. busy eating the bread you forget this thing here. Give us mm. a daily bread. Absolutely. A daily bread. Daily bread. Yes. And it's always unleavened. You go read about sacrifices, 99% was unleavened bread. I was going to tell you that about that. Right. Oh, yeah. He said, every time he said sacrifice, he that unleavened cake. Right? Oof. Yes, and he told you how he wanted it done. I wish we could drag out something about that, about the relation with the bread and the sacrifice. Man, really you know what? Oh, God. Lord, well, the first chef, brother, taught you how to prepare, how to cook. Oh, yeah. yeah. He told you don't withhold the salt of the earth. He told you all this stuff. He told you how to cook that animal sacrifice. Fine, mingle, fine, fine flour, mingle with oil. Uh, like the Lord wanted you to fry chicken. He said, let it cake. Let it cake. Oh, man. Yeah. smell and savor. That means it's got to be seasonal. Yeah, that's man. Like that honey. Of, uh, Go some fragrances. Yeah, fragrances. Yeah, oh, sir.
right? Because between the Ten Commandments and leaving Egypt, you know, you get about um, about 50 days, right? So this is in that same time frame is my point, right? So Jesus with the international church, that's what we're talking about here. That's the conversation is between Jesus, Moses, and the international church. Wow. Right? Leviticus 23 and 1, please. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak mm-hmm. unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feasts of the Lord. Feast of the Lord. Yes, that's what we're talking about here. Concerning the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocation, even these are my feasts. My feasts. Six days shall work be done. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and holy convocation, you shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. All right, so the Sabbath day is the first feast, and since this day I got to speak on it, right? Come on, and, and it is a feast, it yeah. just says. Yeah. Right? And I know in America, a lot of times you say feast, you start thinking food, right? Like it's a buffet or something like that, right? So um, I think we should dig a little bit deep on that word feast. Um, the word feast, uh, I looked it up here. It comes from the word fiesta, but doesn't automatically mean food, right? It just refers to a joyous time. Fiesta, right? fiesta. Well, not, not, hopefully not like that. <laughs> hopefully not, in Jesus' name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, feast uh, is a, a noun. Come on. And uh, while the first definition does refer to a large meal, yeah. um, during the celebration, it's two definitions. I think you got it. Yeah. Two definitions of feast. Yeah. A plentiful supply mm-hmm. of something enjoyable, especially for the mind or senses. Right. Now, again, I'm a simple person. I don't have, like, an expensive encyclopedia. I did the same Google you're going to. Right. A plentiful supply of something enjoyable, especially for the mind or senses. Yeah. Not necessarily for your belly. So we can eat with the eyes and ears. Imagine that. Sure. Imagine that. Right? How should you have a feast where you can't cook? Right? If you're going to be feasting with more than just your belly. Mm. Right? So verse 5, please. In the 14th day of the first month at evening is the Lord's Passover. All right, we're going to see that both of these definitions work, though. Go ahead, please. And on the 15th day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread unto the Lord. Mm. Seven days. You must, must eat unleavened bread. So he tells us again something that we must do for seven days. Uh-huh. Right? Remember what that what that signifies is us eating this thing, right, for seven days. Because on the seventh day, Jesus is going to come back. So this is what we're doing day in and day out as we're picking the sin out of our lives. Yes. So, so we got a question, Oh, Dot, okay. uh, Brother Cleveland Israel. So how do we keep the yearly Sabbath? How do we keep the yearly Sabbath? Yearly Sabbath. Uh, which yeah, seven of them. So now you're talking the first Sabbath day we talked about, which is a weekly Sabbath, which was saying, uh, I think, uh, six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest. Mm-hmm. Now it's talking about the weekly Sabbath, a Sabbath that leads up to the thousand years Sabbath. Yeah, that's probably so that's probably what he's talking about. If you read it, uh, the scriptures, it's talking about a thousand years of rest. Uh, that that this. Sabbath right here just points to that, sister, to let you know this is what's going to take place in the future. The, the, the reason that we read that, the reason that's in the 23rd chapter of Leviticus, yes. because, again, it, it, it points to everything else. Right, yes, sir. So on the seventh day, this yes. feast day that we're talking about is seven days long. Yes, sir. All right, it's another feast day that 
represents the same seven day, and there's another set of feet that's seven days long. Yes, sir. So that's that's why it's there. Um, if that was confusing, um, there's two separate things we're talking about. Yes. The first one was the Sabbath day, and now we're going to actually talk about unleavened bread, the reason why we all gather here. Right. All right. So, verse 7. Thank you. And the first day, you should have a holy convocation. You should do no servile work therein. Right. So, convocation, that's not a word that we use a lot in American, you know, vernacular. So, uh, let's define convocation, Mm -hmm. if you will, please. Convocation. It's a noun. A large formal assembly of people. Right. A large formal assembly. Mm. Organized. That's what we're supposed to be having. We still come on this feet. Yes. Right, you just call it a holy convocation, a right. formal assembly. So that means you probably don't show up the same way you show up to the basketball game, right? Because that's informal. That's informal. All right, feel free to Google those words if you're not all the way sure about it. Right, verse 8, please. But you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord seven days, and the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Right, so he says again, a holy convocation, and the convocation is a formal assembly. Um, can we, do we have one point? Can I uh, point something out over that? Sure, sure. Because you said uh, convocation, right? Mm-hmm. And we said it was a large gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means you can't do it at your house then with just two or three of your friends. Mm-hmm. No. That wouldn't make it a convocation. No. Okay, because he brought all of Israel out of Egypt, right? And then they held the seat all together, right? So I'm just pointing something out. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people that say that I, I hold my feet to my house, me and my two, three friends. Can't do that. Lesson, but I do want to clear that up. I'm not saying 
you can't have a holy convocation at your house if you nowhere near a class or nowhere near someone that's doing the feast. Uh, so you definitely have to keep the feast, sisters and brothers. But I'm addressing the people that uh, live within the city limits of a Israel of God or, or of a, a class that's doing the feast. I'm not saying it has to be Israel of God. You know, another place is doing the feast and they're doing it the right way. Uh, you have to hold a holy convocation. The Lord is not a respecter of person. He wants his feast done. And therefore, and, and, and piggybacking up of what Will is saying, and what Oda is, uh, is also saying, the Lord has fixed this thing so that we are without excuse. Yes. We have the Internet. We have social media. Yes. And so, therefore, you're doing it, you know, hopefully you're following uh, the Israel of God or someone who's doing like mine as the Israel of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, therefore, it's a good thing. If it's too far, the Lord understands it also. But, hey, uh, you got your Internet, you got your cell phone. So, therefore, log in with us to keep the peace of the Lord. This is a brother. Come on, where we at? So, uh, Lee is asking, does formal apply to style or dress? Of dress, style of dress. Oh, that. Uh, we're we, we going to read the definition again. Yeah, okay, yeah. go ahead. Formal, it's an adjective. Yes. It's done in accordance with rules of conventional etiquette. Yes. Suitable for or constituting an official or important situation or occasion. A wedding could be formal. Yes. You understand? Uh, like you said, court. Graduation. Jury duty, something like that. You know, you, you know uh, formal occasions that, that you are required to be at. Yes. It's important. Yes. And uh, I always say that uh, definitions around the world, so I appreciate it asking, uh, being able to read that definition again, because uh, respect is subjective, right? What the Lord determines is respect may be different than what a person who doesn't deal with the Lord deems is respect. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about in accord with rules of convention, that depends on who you're talking about, right? When you come to the Israel of God, there's certain rules yeah. of convention. And they may, you might like them, dislike them, good or bad, right or wrong, think you can read about them, think you can't read about them, but they the rules. Yes, and you go somewhere else and there'll be different rules. Yes, sir. So uh, to answer the question fully, does it apply to style of dress? Yes. How much depends on where you go and what the rules of etiquette are yes, sir. in that place. Definitely. And, and if you want to go to the Word of God, sisters and brothers, for a real good example, go to the scripture where there was a wedding. And the Lord said, and what did the Lord say? Well, somebody came in. He said, friend, yes. didn't you know you was coming to a wedding? wedding? Yes, sir. Why are you dressed like that? Oh, yeah. Why, where your wedding garments at? And the book said he was speechless. So that kind of answers that kind of question. Yes, sir. You understand? Um, can you read verse 8 again? Because we, we, we talked about it a lot okay. the last time we read something. Verse 8 says, but you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord seven days. Yes. And the seven days of the holy convocation, you should do no servile work therein. Right, so similar to the Sabbath day, the weekly Sabbath that we read about first, uh, during the Holy Convocation, it says no work to be done. Mm-hmm. Right, so let me ask you, brother, a question. You season in the Word of God. When it well, says, you see, well, agree, <laughs> agree. And so let us sharpen each other's iron and sharpen their iron. Okay. When it says uh, no work to be done, mm-hmm. is it okay to go and have somebody else work for you? Now, no, it's no, not at all, brother. So but you call somebody else. The sins. What if what if I'm at the feast, I'm doing what God said the Lord, uh-huh. and we run out of cheese? And what about it? Can I go and have somebody work for me so I can get the cheese and put some more cheese in my, my office? The book, the book says, the book says it clear. You prepare. You prepare. You prepare yes. for the Sabbath day. You prepare for the feast of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That means that you go 
last time, Julius, and I and I addressed this uh, to all my brothers. I said, hey, you well, you know when the Lord's feet is coming upon you. You know, and you can't just say, oh, it's the Lord's feet. I'm going to go out on a Sabbath day on Saturday to purchase my food. But you knew weeks and weeks and months and months and a whole year ago to prepare. You had a whole year to prepare for the Lord's feet. So you did not have to wait just to the Sabbath day to go out and get your food. You could have went out on Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, and get your food to prepare for the Lord's feet. Do not let your lack of uh, what is it, preparation, preparation uh-huh. stop you from keeping the Lord's weekly Sabbath day. Now, 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 now uh, uh, Israel, we are hard-headed and stiff-neck people. You're yeah. not going to go get no tea. Yeah. You're going to go, you're going to stop that family video. You're going to stop something. You're going to get you a bag of chips. I'm going to get me a Snickers with that. Now, hold yes. on, hold on, because that was the next question. Mm. As soon as I got done talking, I was going to say, what about wine? Mm. So you say, I still can't go. Oh, that. Get you enough. I'm saying, get enough. Okay, fine. No serve our work. <laughs> Speak for itself. It does. Serve out. You <laughs> cannot serve somebody else and get paid for it. That's serve out. Mm. So if you call somebody else, the work system, but because even though we are, you know, Israel likes to make that excuse, the store's going to be open anyway, whether I go or not. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Uh, they, the store ain't going to close. We in our strangers' land. I've heard that. I've heard all this stuff. <laughs> but sisters and brothers, that does not advocate you from keeping the commandments. Yeah, that's all we talking about here. Yes, it's, it's the commandments. The commandments. And that's the service of the Lord. <laughs> and sisters and brothers, when it says make an offering, offer by fire, you don't do that. That was under yes. the biblical priesthood. Yes. How do we offer an offer to the Lord? Hebrews uh, 12 says, offer him the praises of your lips, giving him thanks. With those type of offerings, the Lord said he is well pleased. Well pleased. It is fixed. It's already done. You can't add to it. You can't take away from it. Check so praise the Lord on those feet. Make a joyful noise, though. And check this out, oh God. The Lord also said, obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm. So you can't break his Sabbath day to make a sacrifice to him. Mm. Because where's the blessing there is? Mm. If you break in the Sabbath day to make a sacrifice for him, is your sacrifice going to be accepted? So while we have to feast, while we have to feast, pour out some liquor. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Bad, you need to stand. Brother, respect this. Brother, respect. Don't get drunk. The Lord said you can have wine, but don't get drunk. Yeah. We're having fun on this show. It's something to think about, though, just as you all talk about uh, the Lord's service, bringing yeah. it to the Lord's feet, yeah. to go out and have somebody else serve them. Yes, like, that, that's just yes, because, talking about the spirit of the law. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Like what the intention of this whole thing is yes. to have you in the long line yes. waiting to, to be served on the Lord's feet uh-huh. and you to serve. It just, it just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but, oh, oh. What makes sense is that you can serve the Lord in the appropriate time mm-hmm. and the way he tell you to do it and have fun. Absolutely. Because the, other, all, uh, the rest of the world is out there doing what they want to do, so you do what you're doing in righteousness. You go to hold I remember oh. Jesus washing feet. And he would ask him, you going to wash feet? And he, what did he say? The mass is, is what is not above service. Service is not above service. Service is not above service. Man, so sister brothers, if you at the feast and you see that it's work that needs to be done, you're the person that needs to do the work. You can't sit around and wait for somebody else to do the work that needs to be done. If you see somebody spill something and it's something on the floor, you're not above to wipe it up to get the spill up. You can't sit there and wait for 
somebody else to do it. If you see the line is long, maybe you need to drop your plate and get in the line serving. Yeah. What is what old God is saying? Yeah, turn up. Yeah. Serving Christ, doing his feet. Yes, you're serving Christ. Yes. Um, before, before we read, uh, we want to go to Luke if we aren't there already. Um, somebody said, uh, back to a question about uh, if you can't get there. Okay. Um, and, and, and ability is what we're talking about. If you have the ability and then don't. Yes. Yes, right. Cause it, it, and I don't want to judge whether or not somebody has the ability, but I do want to put you in remembrance. I think uh, Brother Ahmad is his name. Um, no. Remember that when you read Acts chapter two, the okay, no. came all over the world. If you're on TalkShoe, can you please mute your phones? Or we got a lot of noise coming in from TalkShoe. Sorry about that. Please mute your phone. Sorry, old doctor. Right. It's good. Um, they came from all over the world, mm-hmm. and Israel was in captivity at that time, the same yes. way we are now. Yes. Right. So I'm just saying that to say that, like Brother Will said, you know it come around every year. You know, if there's a way. That's the thing you should be making a way for. Yes, sir. That's all I'm saying. Yes, sir. Right? Maybe you don't get to go on vacation because you got to keep the Lord's feet three times a year. Right? Again, I don't get situation. I'm just saying. That's, that's the way you want to look at it. As soon as you do get a bag of money, when you get the bag, it's to the Lord's feet, not to Cancun. Hey, that's, that's, that's well put, Oh God. It's well put. Man. So we are getting close to the end. Let's do Luke 14. And uh, pick it up at verse 8. We're going to this New Testament about a feast and a servant's role. We're going to dig into that. When thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest the more honorable man that thou be bidden of him. Right? So wow. don't don't try to get the best seat. Right? I can't, I can't sit over there because that's where Julius Cabbage is. I'm going to go to the front row. Over there, that's where Will's uh, auntie's uh, mac and cheese is. So I got to sit over there by them? That's, that's, wow. that's what I'm talking about, right? What about this? Seat? I sit in the same seat every feet. Oh, what about that? That's not like the best seat. No, no, I heard people say that. I heard people say that on the Saturday. Day. I yeah. sit the same spot every week. Yeah, read that. Right. It's, about, it's about humility, sister, brother. Yeah, you might have to give up your seat for somebody to sit in. Yeah. And the real point is, is that you eating food isn't the point. Come on, with that's that's really it. Come on, come you on. eating food is not the point. Come on, yeah. Just like where you sit, it's not yes, really sir. the point. What is the point? Right. Let's get down to verse two and get to the praise the Lord. Thank you for this lesson, brother. Because we all need to know this is behavior. This is feast behavior, brother. Feast behavior. Then said he also to him that bade him. Yes. Without making a dinner or a supper, mm-hmm. call not thy friends. Ooh. Nor thy brethren, nor thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbors. Yes. Lest they also be in thee again, and a recompense be made thee. Okay. But But when thou makest a thief, call the poor. Call the poor. The main. The lame. The blind. And thou shalt be blessed. But they cannot recompense thee. But thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the death. Man, we don't want to get caught up there because this is talking about when you make a feast, right? Yes, but we're here to talk about the feast of the Lord. Woo! What do you suppose he's going to do at his feast if that's your orders when you give a feast? Wow. Give that verse 16, please, brother. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many mm-hmm. and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come, for all things are now ready. Wow. And they all, with what just they begin to make an excuse? Mm-hmm. The first said of them, 
I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. Wow. I pray thee, have me a few. Wow. But that was quote unquote too busy. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, keep going. And another said, I have brought five yoke of oxen. Wow. And I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me a few. Wow. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come.
Man, praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Warming up, man. Wow. Um, uh, you want 24, though? No, I don't want 24. Okay. Galatians 5. Please. Galatians 5. Part 2, bro. We got to do a part 2, though. Ooh, what time is it? Somebody, somebody cut, the, cut the clock off. <laughs> now you see what we be talking about, how to tackle about that? Clock, brother. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Chewing on that strip. That's what it is. Oh, God, for the people just tuning in, give the title of the lesson, brother. Uh, we serving Christ during his feet. Yes, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord sent the uh, servants out to go get the maimed and the halt and the and the blind. Those are the people you run into, running into on the feast day. Yeah. Right? So if you see somebody in the fall, restore them. Yes. Right? We're not here to place judgment. We're here to serve. Right? Galatians 5, and uh, I think we can end it on this one. No, okay. let's finish it up. Let's the last one. Let's finish it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's too good. Stand, verse 1. Stand. Stand, therefore, in liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Yes. Right, remember, that's where we started, talking about bondage. Yes. Right? Um, mm-hmm. And this season of blood and the season of blossoming to symbolize us coming out of bondage, right? Yes. So after you know, pick the bread out of life, out of sin, out of life, then your sins get passed over, you get to blossom for those seven days to eat Jesus, eat the word. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Skip down to verse 9, please. A little leaven, leaven is the whole lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in you through the Lord. That you will be none otherwise mine. But he that troubles you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be. So he said uh, a little leaven, leaven is a whole lump. Yeah. Um, just real quick, I think this is super important. Um, if you go and research how they made bread in uh, the Middle East on Israel, yeah. after you make the bread, you yeah. keep a little piece of it to put in the new dough. It kind of makes it uh, gel together better or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, this statement here is a literal cultural thing where you keep a little leaven mm. in order to leaven the next lump of bread, mm. right? So when he says a little leaven left the whole lump, like quite literally, right, a little bit of sin so, yeah. is going to puff you up and make you sinful, right? Yeah. Verse 13. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love, serve one another. Right, serve. serve. That's what we're talking about here, service. Right? Skip down to uh, verse 15. But if you fight and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. Yes, right? Keep going. This I say then. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Yes, but if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law, nor the works of the flesh. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, barriers, emulations, wrath, strife, mm-hmm. sedition, heresy. Keep going. We almost there. And being, murder, drunkenness, reveling. Right there. Reveling. Mm-hmm. Right? Homework assignment. Everybody go Google that word, reveling. Yes, right? The definition is, is there? Read that. Please. Reveling. It's a bird. To, to, to feast in a noisy manner. A synonym in a noisy manner. A synonym for being disorderly or rebellious. Right, Ooh. so that answers our last question. Is it a one big party that we have in here? It depends on how you define party. If your party is in a noisy manner that's against etiquette, then no, this isn't that. Mm. Right, this is a solemn assembly, a holy gathering. Yes, yes. conduct right. yourself as such. Absolutely. I, uh, I appreciate the uh, opportunity again, brother. And it's going to be the last time you see brother O-Dot. O-Dot is a 
I want to introduce Brother Bob and Gilead, and we thank him. Sister Brother, we, we welcome each and every one of you guys to come out. First I, of all, I got to read that real, real. Let me finish this 21. Uh, it's too important. Envying, 21. Envying, murder, drunkenness, reveling, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Father. Yes. No, no, shall not. Well, we got to end this, Brother Therese, but we have to welcome everybody to come out to class on the Sabbath day here at 521 West 138th Street here in Riverdale, Illinois, System Brothers. And you can also look online to IsraelGod.com to find many locations that we have in a town near you, Sister Brothers, so it's North Street. God is all over the country, all over the world, so you can search out a location, Sister yeah. Brothers, and you can get off the Facebook and find us in these locations. Welcome to come out on Friday night at 7.30 for the prayer service. And also, Wednesday night, all these questions can be answered. As we always say to the brothers, it will bless you and keep you. It will make you shine down upon you. It will make you shine down a very great lesson. It was very good. I was running back and forth, and some of it I didn't get, but I'm going to try to listen to it later on. Well, that's why we, that's why it's downloaded and read, recorded, so in the morning you can get up and read, man. Yep. All righty. So I hope to see you next time I come down to Memphis. <laughs> yep. I was, I'm going to try to be back home uh, by, by the time of the feast. That was a great surprise to see you down there. It was a great yes, I, it was a great surprise for you all, for you all too, to see you all too. Yes, praise the Lord. Yes. Who else we got? Thank you, Mom. Love you. Love you too, brother. Who else do we have on uh, Talks You With? Anybody else on Talks You? Mike? Mike. Yes, brother. Okay. Well, okay. We don't, if we don't have anybody else, Love you guys. We will see you guys next Thursday. Same place, same time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good night, y'all. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.